So, James Bond. No Time to Die. I saw it. I'm going to let you know what I think. Enjoy the ad. Okay, so here's the thing about No Time to Die. No Time to Die is top-tier James Bond movies. Uh, It is a top-tier movie because uh, I knew and I had high hopes, like, but I'm glad to have been proven right when uh, uh, Kari Fukunaga, um, or Kari Joji Fukunaga, uh, came on as director that this was going to be a goddamn good movie. Because, for the record, uh, Fukunaga's, uh, like, from what I understand, uh, True uh, Detective, Season 1, uh, Beast of No Nations uh, on Netflix, um, pretty much everything the guy's ever directed has been pretty damn good. I know there's a couple I'm missing, and maybe there's uh, one or two in there that uh, I don't know. I'm not thinking about that are maybe not that great, but in terms of just well-done movies uh, and just well-done content in general, and like um, some of his habits. Now, when I found out that there was, I don't know if it was tension or uh, Daniel Craig was really annoyed that he uh, broke his ankle. like doing a stunt or something, which I don't even know what the stunt was, but, or if it was even a stunt, like, like imagine like you're Daniel Craig and you just did how many stunts in, uh, Italy, how many stunts in, uh, Norway and Canada. And then you get to, I don't know, let's say Jamaica. Uh, I forget the, the I, I watched the credits. And I didn't see, uh, I didn't get a good... I know there was, like, seven locations that they shot, but imagine you're in Jamaica or whatever uh, uh, Caribbean uh, location they used, and you break your ankle uh, on the step. Like, the step was a little bit slippery that day, and then it wasn't even on film, and then... But it was on set, uh, and then it's, like, production stops for two months. I was like, you got to be kidding me uh, when I heard that, because... Whenever there is, uh, like, uh, strife on the movie set, like, it's hard enough as it is. If, if, if it's a matter of, like, I'm not doing it, uh, and then, uh, someone's ankle breaks and then the production shuts down, uh, I feel like it, it's, you would have better odds, uh, to toss a coin to see that the movie's gonna suck. Now, um... I do not know how any of that went down. I do know that there was issues. I don't know the specifics. So, we had so many good set pieces in the movie. And I was listening to other people talk about this. And they kind of uh, made the point. Because I'm going to start with uh, Rami Malek as uh, Saffron. Saffron? Uh uh, Lucifer, which, by the way, bond, great Bond name. Uh, all the Bond-isms that we 
love as fans are in there. The gadgets, the cars, the locations, the hot women, the uh, villain that, like, the villain with a, a great henchman. Uh, I don't know the dude's name, but uh, the, the the young man who is, uh, he's got that, uh, he looks like, uh, like Blofeld, uh, uh, Blofeld had a son uh, because he has that uh, that very particular uh, uh, prosthetic. That guy, that guy was fucking amazing, uh, and like I said, just good directing, good shot composition. Just uh, the way uh, I always describe doing something right is. If no one knows you did it, like if everything is, oh man, that is so awesome or whatever. It's like, uh, like, yeah, uh, because that's like the, and I know the bond stuff is always going to have like, uh, great people working on it. They're going to have like Academy Award winning editors or some, or that kind of caliber of, uh, which by the way, I would put this up for best picture it is that good of a movie because this movie does like differently but I'm, for my taste better um, see I don't know I know I know that the villain that knows everything uh, like I think it started with um, uh, Hannibal Lecter but the the villain that knows everything going on uh, really got popular, like super popular. Like everyone started copying it when um, he, uh, uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger's Joker. They, the, like, there was like I forget uh, what the character is, but it's like the character that's in uh, Along Came a Spider and Kissed the Girls. Uh, Morgan Freeman played him, but then uh, then it became Tyler Perry plays uh, the detective. Uh, I don't want to say Alex Cross, but it could be Alex Cross. So, the villain in that one was so, I'm a serial killer. I talk funny. Uh, like, uh, I have a funny accent and I know everything. And, like, TV went wild with it and it's just like, it, it's annoying. And the, uh, the what was I gonna say? Back back to uh, uh, Rami Malek, like, uh, or back to James Bond, I should say. Let's let, let me connect some dots. Uh, so, Casino Royale drops in two thousand six. We get hints of Spectre. It's not called Spectre. It's just that we get hints that there are. Uh, people that are bigger than uh, the Bond villain in that one was Le Chief. Now, Le Chief uh, was subtle. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen is a fucking amazing actor, and uh, like they took like the Bond, like that one did what this movie does on a much smaller scale, but like, like for the time, it's the trendsetter, so it broke the mold. It did what we wanted, but it, we didn't uh, do it. Like, it had the car. Not a supercar, but it was a car. Uh, 
Like, it wasn't, like, Gatling guns in the, uh, uh, behind the headlights. It was just a really nice, uh, Aston Martin that had, uh, uh, OnStar. Like, government OnStar. It's like, hey, we have a, a medical kit in the, the glove compartment. That's your, uh, tool. Uh, we have a nice watch for you. We have, uh, this. We have that. And, uh... Uh, Judy Dench's M was uh, great because M was like more than just like one office scene uh, or like uh, on the phone it was like hey uh, give us a status report it's like like uh, Judy Dench like uh, like uh, Torman uh, James Bond a new one uh, whenever he messed up so the and plus Judy Dench carrying over from M uh, I'm going to get into that a little bit later, so just remind me of, like, the, uh, uh, the Reddit, uh, uh, theory. Now, so you get Lashif, who is this great Bond villain because he has as much pressure on him, uh, to win the, the poker game, or the Baccarat game, whatever the hell they were supposed to be playing, uh, Texas Hold'em, I think it was, um, so... Lashif uh, had a, uh, a thing where they were going to short his stock and then uh, the, the money went to shit. So he had to come up with the money. He had to play James Bond for the money and uh, he had as much pressure riding on him as Bond did to win the money so that they didn't fund terrorism. Now... Uh, that was uh, pointed out. Uh, it was uh, a YouTuber, uh, Stu Hutchinson. Uh, uh, damn it. Uh, great movie reviewer. Uh, I, I always check his opinion just because, uh, like, some people like the sound of their own voice when they review movies, and I can't say I'm not one of them. But uh, the, like, he, uh, like, in general has, like, a, a very pointed. Uh, approach to reviewing movies, which I can appreciate. So, uh, the chief, uh, is awesome. Then we get, uh, uh, all the stuff with Vespa and, uh, then we get, uh, Quantum of Solace, which is a direct sequel to, uh, Casino Royale. Now, Certain things did not go right on that movie because I think there was a writer strike uh, beforehand, so uh, whatever script they had going was the one that they had to use, and I like Olga Karenko, however, I don't think she was, like, uh, served well in that movie, and then the, uh, there were so many choices on that one that I did not appreciate. It was too stylized, it was, uh, like, uh... Uh, the villain, Matthew, uh, whatever his name was, like, you know, like a white dude, rich white dude in a suit that's trying to control water, um, in, I don't know, a desert, uh, that guy, uh, the fact that, like, uh, the one chick who played Strawberry Fields was, Strawberry Fields was an actual, uh, agent name or whatever, or cover name or whatever have you, and, uh, uh, I'll give him credit, like, they pulled off the shot that they were going for, but I think it was ill-conceived because it was a knockoff of the uh, the gold paint uh, from Goldfinger. But 
Juan Gonzalez had issues. Now, get to Skyfall. Uh, Javier Bardem, great villain. Great villain because he's a man on the ground. However, he is the first of the James Bond, uh, Daniel Craig, uh, five films that it's like, I know all these secrets. I talk funny and which by the way, good on the filmmakers for making it, it, it reasonable. There's a reason why Javier Bardem talks funny in, uh, uh, Skyfall. So there's all these secrets. It's about the past and I'm not entirely sure that, um, Skyfall was intended to be the, um, the, I'm not sure Skyfall was intended to be the James Bond, uh, continuity that, uh, they went hard with for Casino Royale and, uh, Quantum of Solace. However, uh, because it, like, there was a whole bunch of old references, like, old uh, James Bond. It was like, like, I have to think in my head that Sam Mendes, because I believe it was Sam Mendes that directed Skyfall and then Spectre. I, I believe in my head that um, they were intending it to be just a James Bond movie. Uh, then there was going to be, like... I don't know if there was, like, uh, it was going to be, like, because, like, it used the older cars. It used the uh, older setups. Um, then you get to uh, uh, Spectre. Spectre uh, was supposed to be, like, a conclusion to, like, because, like, they didn't, I don't think they wanted, uh, I think they wanted Daniel Craig, but I think Daniel Craig was, like, I'm kind of getting tired of playing James Bond, guys. Like, this is a demanding role, and, uh, I believe Sam Mendes came back, and my issue with Spectre was, it, it felt hollow. It, like, the trailer for it was fucking amazing. Like, it was beautifully fucking shot, it was great locations, it was a lot of, uh, like, like, when you're watching it, it's great. However, it was so slow-moving. And then, like, when they had the, uh, I don't know, I, I guess it was the Lamborghini chase in, uh, like, whatever Italian city it was. And then you have uh, Christoph Waltz is the bad guy, but he's not the bad guy. I always looked at um, the guy who played Inspector, the guy who played Moriarty uh, on uh, Sherlock, um uh, I always looked at that guy as the as the bigger Bond villain, and it's not even uh, Bond that takes him out. It's fucking uh, M that takes him out, like Ralph Ray Fiennes, and uh, I don't. Th is that Rory Kinnear? Anyway, uh, Tanner. I think t his character's name is Tanner, but the uh, the the issue I had with that one was it was like. Um, like, Christoph Waltz played that villain that knows everything that's like, I see your threads from Vespa to Silva. I've been sending him after you. I've been uh, fucking with you. Like, I'm, I am your long-lost half-brother uh, sort of deal. And Christoph Waltz has, has been good in this series, but... Uh, 
like Madeline bringing in Madeline Swan. It's like all right, like uh, Spectre kind of felt like something of a conclusion to what the previous movies were. Now we get to uh, No Time to Die. No Time to Die. The uh, Rami Malek is a great Bond villain. Not necessarily the most uh, memorable, uh, but he he has issues. He has that uh, vi- he has something that visually sets him apart from a regular guy because uh, he was uh, a victim of Spectre, and he had he survived something that left him. Uh, Physically, physically uh, uh, affected. So, uh, of course, Fukunaga has great visuals. The guys, so uh, like it, it's like you get this great uh, opening scene, uh, or I guess opening scene. Like you get a great flashback. I'm not gonna get into it. Like uh, well written, well like well shot, perfectly shot, uh, and then. Uh, it's just good storytelling. As far as I can tell, good storytelling. I'm sure if I watch every frame of pause, I, I'm going to be proven wrong by like six dudes that really know film. But uh, anyway, the and just thinking like them for a quick second, I just realized what they're probably going to point out. But god damn it. So anyway. Um, The, the, okay. Then, so you have, like, the, 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 you get three, you get, like, the three types of bad guys, which I appreciate, and you get the evil scientist, uh, you have the henchman, and then you have the mastermind, and all three are dealt with, uh, incredibly well, and... Uh, I'm I'm fine with this. Uh, Rami Malek is not as good as uh, Mads Mikkelsen's uh, Le Chief. Um, he's not as uh, magnetic as uh, Javier Bardem. However, I would put him in the like in terms of the series. I would put. Uh, Christoph Waltz behind uh, Rami Malek, I would put um, uh, rich white dude uh, that's French, I think. I think he's a Frenchman, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, behind, like, now, the dude, uh, the henchman in this one, I would put, uh, I don't know if I would have him uh, uh, better than Batista. Like, uh, Dave Batista, uh, his uh, head of security for Spectre. Um, I would, yeah, like that um, with the with the steel thumbs. Uh, but the just there's a like, ah, damn it, he, he was. I so enjoyed his performance. So, all right, then, like, so we got the Bond villain down. So let's bring it down for the Bond girls. Um, Madeline Swan returns. She's great. I have no issue with her. She is the uh, 
no, no issues. Uh, I, like I'm, I, other than the every frame of pause one that I, I think they're going to point out, but other than that, um, I think they're good. I think she's good. Then you have uh, uh, Anna Diarmas. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, I want to say she was the woman from Knives Out. Fucking incredible. Jesus Christ. Like, like she steals the... I'm not saying she steals the movie, but... Uh, just, like... Uh, if, if you told me that there is a uh, movie out there where uh, she plays uh, Paloma, which, by the way, great name, uh, like, like any, like, I, 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 like you named, I want to say Paloma is a, uh, a tequila, uh, cocktail. Uh, just the fact that she's named after a tequila cocktail, uh, is perfect because she's fighting in high heels and a revealing dress. Uh, she's nervous. Like, uh, she, uh, d- drinks her drink fast and hard and just, uh, the, like seeing her with two guns and one's bigger than the other one is just, yeah, uh, perfect, perfect, like, uh, it warmed my heart. Uh, then you get to, um, uh, Lynch, uh, Ashana Lynch, I think, uh, uh, who plays, I'm trying to remember, I, I believe that's the actress's name. She plays uh, the new 007 after James Bond has retired as 007. Uh, she's great. I feel like I wish that they took one scene back from her. Or, like, like I'm not going to get into it. Like, I'm not trying to spoil anything. However, uh, her as 007, uh, a more by-the-book 007... But also the like having the uh, the attitude and the uh, like just the ability to handle herself because uh, the she was good. Uh, I'm not going to complain about her. Uh, my uh, she like she had a like a great moment towards the end. Um, the okay, so Bond women are, and there's one I'm not mentioning that I'm that I'm not talking about because I want everyone to enjoy this movie, uh, just with without um, spoilers. It, 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 yeah, no spoilers. So uh, Q makes a, a an appearance. Oh, uh, Money Penny. Uh, Q, Money Penny, M, uh, Tanner, uh, the uh, they're all good. Um, the Felix Lighter stuff is good. Uh, one of my favorite Bond scenes in a long ass time uh, was between Felix and James. The, just the ability to uh, just the ability to just like convey that like these two are friends like and they actually had some, like give the actor something to do instead of uh, to me a bad movie is a roller coaster 
in that there are good roller coasters, but, all right, going up, 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 down, and you see it. You see it, and uh, the, the, all right, there's a turn coming. Oh, we hit that turn, okay. It's like, oh, there's a surprise. Oh, look, a loop. We're going through a loop right now. Like, like, a bad roller coaster, uh, it's like rickety, uh, herky-jerky, uh, it's like, ooh, we, uh, really, uh, came to a screeching halt on that, uh, one turn right there, uh, it's like, eesh. like, uh, like, a good roller coaster, like, is awesome, however, uh, a bad movie is still a good roller coaster, in that you know how it feels, you know you're feeling it when you feel it, and you know it's how it's going to feel, but it, you're, like, a good roller coaster makes you, like, uh, enjoy that. Uh, okay, so, th- this movie was, definitely like, it definitely had surprises, and it definitely had, uh, like, we know this is going to happen, but the... <sighs> It was definitely better than a bad roller coaster. However, I can make an argument that like certain things I saw coming. Now, uh, back to uh, a little bit more uh, on the action sequences. Uh, the one, the trailer pretty much gives you uh, a lot of the early part, like all that stuff in Italy with the motorcycle and like the uh, car chase and the uh, like doing circles and it's a shootout uh, with all, all the cars um, even that was uh, like better than a bad roller coaster because uh, I'm just gonna say there's a moment where it's like Oh no, James Bond is going to hit uh, a crowd of people. But no, James Bond is better than that. Uh, through the power of uh, just like uh, competent driving and then uh, 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 like uh, special uh, tools, like like I will not be boxed in. Like uh, go to hell. Uh, like there was that. There's the like the like the the. Uh, the final arc, the final act of the movie, there's, if you are a fan of the one shot on True Detective, I'm not saying he ups it, uh, like outdoes it, because that was just an incredible shot, but uh, Fukunaga does an incredible uh, uh, one shot that, for the most part, it's one shot, I'm pretty sure they, they did, like, I would put it, uh, better than um, better than other action movies that have attempted it uh, and uh, probably like I I think the raid did one of those too recently or one of the raids recently raid had where's raid 3 Jesus Christ anyway so uh, that's not my favorite part of the movie though my favorite part of the movie is the the forest like you like uh, there's some forest action in the trailer so I'm just gonna say it takes place in a forest it is 
proof that uh, they should make a Predator movie, but shoot it just like that. Like the part of the Predator where it's like the Predator isn't seen and the act, you don't know where the action's coming from. You know, uh, it's, uh, it's James Bond versus uh, guys on bikes, guys in cars. And it's just, uh, it, it leave, it, it's, I know it's a cliche in reviews to leave, it'll leave you at the tip of your seat, but no, literally, uh, like you lean in because you're like, all right, uh, like the, between the sound design and the, like the, the camera work where it's like, you're focusing on, where's it coming from? You hear it. Uh, and then there it is. And I just love that part of the movie because it had a great intro. And then it's like, like I said, we're not in a roller coaster anymore. We don't know what's happening. Uh, like we're pretty sure James Bond has plot armor all the way to the, uh, uh, end of the movie. Like, uh, cause you know, James Bond, he's going to like, uh, get the girl. He's going to, the last scene will be him in bed and roll credits. So, the last thing I'm going to talk about is uh, there was one part of the movie where you saw all the M's uh, in a hallway in their portraits. So, because there was a, a great cameo, or not even a cameo, just like a portrait of Judy Dench's M. But if you look closely, there's all the other actors that played M as well. Like, uh, I'm not saying that I saw that I can confirm this. However, I recognize a few of them. I mean, it's like, Hey, that had, wasn't that the guy like that? It just looked like the guy. It just really looked like the guy. So by having that, uh, it became, uh, so much, so much, uh, better. And, uh, I'm going to talk about the Reddit James Bond theory in, in that, um, with, a black woman being 007 in this movie. There's a possibility that James Bond has always been a cover identity. That James Bond is the 007. James uh, James Bond 007 is that. So all, for the last uh, 60 years, because I think James Bond, like I'm not talking about the novels. I think the movies start in either the mid 60s or the late 60s. So, or maybe it's like late fifties, who knows? Uh, like I can't remember if uh, Goldfinger was, uh, 1966 or not. So, uh, all these James Bond, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, they all exist. However, there's always a new recruit that's going to be the new James Bond uh, Bond, James Bond, because they're trained to say it just like that. Uh, the and I, I remember one guy. I, I don't know what what podcast it was, or maybe it was Red Letter Media uh, when he was on there. But the uh, guy said, "I pitched a movie where." It's all the all, all the James Bonds happened, 
So you open up in this uh, retirement home, and there's Sean Connery and Roger Moore just like playing checkers. And then someone goes, uh, like, his uh, Blofeld character goes and uh, kills him. But, and then, like, a new James Bond has to be found to, uh, so you just have, like, all these James, like, uh, Bond versus, Bond versus Bond, and then just have this James Bond all-star movie. Uh, Studio did not want to touch it. And I don't blame them, because if you do a movie like that where it's, like, ultra-meta, like, there's fan service meta, and then there's, like, um, I'm going to say Grant Morrison meta just because uh, Grant Morrison has done a lot of work on that. I'm probably sure there's other guys out there that are better at meta, but for, for the purpose of this discussion, let's say Grant Morrison. If they do the Grant Morrison, James Bond, I'm not saying it's Grant Morrison, but if you do that Grant Morrison level meta, James Bond, it's sort of like a universe collapsing thing. Um, where I kind of want my James Bonds to be timeless. And the, the, just the idea that, like, James Bond in 1978 is, I want to say that was the year it, it came out, uh, Live and Let Die with Roger Moore, which, by the way, as campy as the Roger Moore ones are, uh, I, I, I love them Like probably because I was 13 when I, I saw them like I've, I was raised on them I, I didn't get to watch the uh, Timothy Dalton uh, Bonds uh, till later like uh, it was always uh, either Sean Connery or Roger Moore and the the thing I would say is I don't want that to happen because then it becomes oh so we're just doing like a, a new James Bond now it's like no I want the timelessness I want I want James Bond to be an like an artifact of the times that we are watching that's what I would like so in the future of James Bond because like Roger Moore I or not Roger Moore Daniel Craig Jesus Christ uh, Daniel Craig is definitely done um I, th- I think, like, he's not topping this one. Uh, and plus, I think he's, like, uh, like when Spectre was coming out, and, like, I think it was a press junket, so I, he might have been a little bit irritable and a little uh, tipsy because he was drinking wine. He said, the, 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 the inevitable question comes up, is like, like, would you play James Bond again? And he was like, I would much rather uh, break this wine glass and shove it into my wrists. Uh, so... The, I think that was like his feeling at the time. However, I think a little bit of money, and then I, I think he got the prospect of just like doing uh, like a, uh, a bigger, better movie. And I'm tr- I'm trying to think because of, of the five that he did, he did Casino Royale. He did Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, Spectre, and now this. Of the five that he did, I would put this... Skyfall was pretty damn good, but uh, I wasn't a huge fan of certain things in it. I was like, uh, like, this isn't it. Like, 
Like, this is an interior... Like, it, as a James Bond movie, I would put... I would go Casino Royale because... Like, like I said, I'll give it extra points for breaking the mold. Like, like do it... Like, like being realistic, being gritty. Uh, like, having locations, having the Bond girls, having the cars, having the gadgets. Uh, even if they were basic, having the... The Bond is captured and they have to torture him uh, scene. Like, having that. Uh, like, that one, like, was just so damn good. And, like, uh, every movie since has been trying to live up to that. Even though, I want to say the budget was lower than it was for the next several movies. Um, like, the villains. The, 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 just the, what have you. Uh, hell, even the fact that it was, like, black and white, uh, for, uh, the opening. So, with, uh, this, I would put No Time to Die, like, behind, I'm gonna have it tied, like, uh, with Skyfall. Like, I think uh, No Time to Die is a better Bond movie than, uh, uh, Skyfall was, however, maybe Skyfall is just a better movie, who knows, like, it's not my, uh, style, with, like, Skyfall was great, do not get me wrong, it was great, however, I think this one's a little bit better, and I'm a little bit biased, because I like the director a little bit better, uh, I just like, like, this one had, uh, higher highs for me, and I was like, and it was uh, more conventional in this sense. So, uh, Daniel Craig is definitely the best Bond in my lifetime. Uh, but, like, I'm not giving it to Sean Connery because Sean Connery, uh, he had uh, lower lows. Don't get me wrong, Quantum of Solace for Daniel Craig uh, is uh, not great, but. And I'm not even putting on Daniel Craig. I'm just saying that, uh, like, because inevitably you are going to want to rank movies. And when you have series of them, and uh, I'm putting uh, Daniel Craig's uh, five. He definitely has the uh, the guy I was talking about. I was Stuckman. Uh, I want to say that uh, Daniel Craig definitely has arguably the best last movie. Because... Uh, a lot of times, the last Bond movie you do, uh, like, you're older, uh, you're not necessarily as enthusiastic, but, uh, the, uh, the, like, the last, uh, um, Timothy Dalton, I think, uh, had, might have the best last movie, uh, over, he definitely has it over Roger Moore and, um, uh, uh, God damn it, I'm blanking. How, I, know, I just said, Sean Connery, how the fuck did you forget that? Uh, and I'm not counting George Lazenby. Uh, so, uh, Pierce Brosnan, uh, I think it was uh, Die Another Day. Which, Dian, uh, Pierce Brosnan got screwed over uh, in his Bond years because it, like, it was like gadgets, gadgets, gadgets. Uh, Goldeneye is still a fucking incredible one, and... Uh, like, um, one and two of, uh, Pierce Brosnan was, I enjoyed, 
uh, three and four like were fun, but not necessarily great. So, uh, who do I want to see uh, as the next James Bond? I would love, love to see uh, the next James Bond be. I wouldn't mind uh, if uh, uh, Middleston does it, uh, Loki. However, I don't think he would do it because I think he's had like one big uh, character. Like he, I don't know. There's certain uh, actors that I don't think they want to be like two uh, big characters, but especially and plus I don't think anyone wants to find follow Daniel Craig. But you know. Uh, I would like to see a, let's see, Sean Connery was uh, Scottish, uh, Roger Moore was British, uh, Pierce Brosnan was, uh, I believe, British, uh, then George Lazenby was Australian, uh, Daniel Craig, uh, British. I would like to see a... Uh, who would, uh, damn it, who would I like to see be Bond? Because I kind of want to see an American do it. I want to see an American get that role. Uh, try to think. You know who I want to see be James Bond? Joey Badass. Uh, the guy from uh, Mr. Robot who played uh, the, uh, the, the second season. Uh, he played... Uh, uh, Rami Malek's, uh, uh, plus he was also, like, I'm seeing him as a really good actor, and I would believe him if he wanted to kill you. Like, like, uh, and I, I kind of believe that in, like, uh, I want, I want my James Bonds to be a little bit stoic and a little bit, like, uh, uh, aloof. So, I think he could do it. Joey Badass. Peace.